computers are things that ruin some audio sometimes because I did this wrong because I don't usually do this part. Uh, so, so you know, there is a timestamp in the description. It will jump you to where the audio gets good uh, if you want to skip the first parts, but I don't recommend it because it, we only figured out that it was a problem after, you know, talking about the first two episodes. So uh, please forgive us for that. Um, we will get that issue sorted out in the future permanently somehow. Um, yeah. So... Listen on. Have fun. We're apologetic. <laughs> These things are called pop filters, right? Pop filters, yeah. Pop filters? Pop, yeah. Okay, I thought it was pop uh, filters, and that makes sense to me. Explosives. Mm-hmm. That is the intent. They make it so that your your P sounds don't pop in the mic so much. Your pungent pussy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that is the worst. Oh, uh, pustule. Ah, Brian, stop. <laughs> Why would you do this? Um, what's a good thing to read when we start talking about this? And pepperonis. <laughs> mm, uh, why? Like that. Why I'm would you keep pepperoni in there? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you supposed to keep it? Uh, probably in like some kind of cellar. <laughs> Let's see if it has a rotten tomato. What if Marvel Rotten Tomatoes? What if Rotten Tomatoes had Marvel bullshit? All right, cool. There Everyone we go. Wants to see how the pepperoni is made. That's all I'm saying. I, Everyone just wants a pepperoni. What if pepperoni was made in vaginas? Only. I'd be fine. Only. <laughs> Would you eat more pepperoni or less? Probably just the same amount. Okay, you just continue to yeah. eat pepperoni. I'm, I like if it's food I already like, and people tell me like, but this is made of like chicken dicks. Like I, I've already eaten the chicken dicks and they were good. <laughs> <laughs> the important part is not how it's made or what it is. It's just whether or not it's tasty. Yeah. Okay. The question now is why don't we eat more chicken dicks? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think chickens have very big dicks. There's not a lot of dick to, to yeah, chicken but I ratio. Yeah, we genetically altered them to like be bigger for <laughs> eating anyway. There's no way we can make chickens with bigger dicks. That's I'm a good point. I'm imagining a cock with a huge hog now. Yeah. <laughs> a cock with a huge cock. I'm good. A cock. cock. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that cock's got a huge cock. Well, uh, Josh isn't here, as you may have noticed, um, and so I don't really know how to start these episodes <laughs> because I'm terrible at it, and we always know this, but I never come up with a way to like overcome to that. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just going to go ahead and— I suppose, like, speaking of hypotheticals, <laughs> such <laughs> as cocks with giant cocks— Speaking of hypothetical cocks, I'm Rick Fox, and I am an author here in Nashville, and what if I wasn't an asshole for an episode? <laughs> Uh, which way are we going? You. You're next. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville, and I'm now a very strong British woman. <laughs> I'm Caleb. I'm an analyst here in Nashville, and unlike several of these characters, I am alive. And we're opinionated. So tonight we are watching several episodes of uh, Marvel's What If. Um, probably three episodes. I don't know right now. I don't know how long these are off the top of my head. So it, it'll, it'll depend largely on that. But they're they're 45 for six minutes. hours, <laughs> right? Was that? I want to say they're 45 minutes each. If they're 45 minutes, but I think that's about. If they're 45 minutes, then we're probably only doing two. Oh. Um, but I, I thought they were 30 minutes. So they might you know, be. Uh, I, that's just my ballpark estimate. Was mm. I 
for some reason, I, that's the feel that I got from them. And I it could vary, them, honestly. Dear um, listener, we are well prepared. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're well known for our research <laughs> beforehand. Uh, but as you may have noticed, Josh is not here. He is off enjoying his honeymoon. Um, and so we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do as a uh, thing while he was gone. And so this seemed like a fun idea. Um, so all I know is there's one of these that involves Marvel zombies. I don't think we'll get to that one tonight. I think it's later in the season. Oh, I um, there's uh, the the British the British lady from Captain America is one of them? Yes. Okay. She she turns into Captain America, essentially? Presume. I, I, that's the only one I've seen gifts of, is her doing shield stuff and being British. Okay. Okay. Is there also the, the guy that lost in Black Panther? I think that's the, the most the recent usurper. one, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's that's probably the most recent one. What do you guys think of this as an idea? Do you think like the the Marvel universe has a like robust enough yeah. universe to like really support some what ifs? Because good what ifs require like the the type of thing where like you know it's really solid storytelling where if something had gone slightly differently, things could be really different. I like uh, I like sillier what ifs, like the ones that you get in like the Dragon Ball Z games. Like, <laughs> Devil Man fought Frieza because he can make people like, who are super evil explode in the heart. That's fair that's a fun idea the, the only issue i have with that is that you know like that one seems like a very short one frieza yeah. dies you're done <laughs> like but there are some good uh, dragon ball z what ifs that i've seen like what if raditz turned good yeah that, that's that was a that's a long running one that uh, at least one guy has has dug into and so there's fun fun stuff out there I also kind of think that Marvel probably has enough of a uh, catalog of events to, to make that work. I just wonder how many of them are going to be contingent enough on, like, certain things happening certain ways that it will be different. Like, I kind of feel like the, the British lady being Captain America will just be, it's Captain America, but now there's a it's a British lady instead. Yeah. So I, I want to see what actually changes with that one in particular. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do in circumstances that don't require setting things up for whatever comes after it. Mm. Like, this is a one-off, and you can burn the house down in the process, yeah. and it could be glorious. Right, you can kill Wolverine in, like, a back panel for no reason. You can kill no literally anyone. Mm-hmm. For any reason. And, like, that is that is one of the big fun things of What Ifs, but it also can be kind of the, a weakness of it, because I know that, you know, back when Marvel was doing a lot of What If comics, mm. like, they would do that kind of thing just because they could, yeah. but it also kind of made it feel like there were no stakes at all. It because as a whole. Yeah, sure. so I'm curious to see if they this will. This character is just going to be back next week in right. a different circumstance. I wonder if they will make because the way you make that interesting is you have interesting com- consequences as a result of that. It's not interesting that this important character died in this moment. It's interesting to see like, oh, Spider-Man became an asshole because he didn't have Mary Jane around to like mitigate his need to be Spider-Man all the time and mm-hmm. save people or something like that. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I think that the the consequences of what happens in the wake of that person not existing is more interesting most of the time than. And watching that person bite it early. Uh, but yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. How does he do? usually do? Oh, yeah. Uh, go buy my book. It's Fate Spawn. I'm not yeah, going to make a book. big thing. Uh, and then I got a book that's sequential. Yeah, also read that, I guess. No one is. It's fine. Um, I'm just. <laughs> I'm probably just going to take it off of there. Hentai planet. <laughs> well, that's a really ugly hentai planet. I mean, you could draw a crowd with that. That's true. I probably should have written that book. That book would have <laughs> sold. Yeah. I'm certain. That's a lot of Amazon Bella's uh, market share is people who are horny and want to read weird <laughs> horny stories. Uh, but... That's not what I wrote. I wrote a book about a spaceship and a kid in a janky-ass Iron Man suit. So what if Tony Stark was an insecure 14-year-old and had to escape an ice planet? 
Well, I'm sure that if you die, that it will become very successful. Oh, yeah, certainly. But I don't want to take that risk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, we will be back in a little while after we've watched the first episode of Marvel's What If? Who are you? The name's Captain Carter. Steve! Hey, Peggy. Now you owe me one. That's weird. Okay. Uh, so. No. All right. You good now? Yeah. Okay. I don't feel like anything of that happened logically because Peggy Carter chose to stand in a different spot. Oh yeah, that was not a good reason to what if that. There was a million reasons they could have had her take over the thing. Yeah, exactly. It's been a while since I've seen the original Captain America film. Mm-hmm. Was there like some guy with a bomb? Yeah, that room? that happened the original way, like okay. that. I don't feel like she did anything to change it that much. Did he? I thought he blew it up after he came out. I think... Or did he not? I don't think I don't he, think he blew, blowing it up. I he? don't think he actually succeeded in blowing it up. So her staying down there made things worse? Yeah. Um, and the other and thing is, I like... I guess her being down there is in that decision. Why was what the, caused the situation? The what if should have just been the, do, the guy's bottling off. Yeah, that would be a better explanation for it. Like, they... they it, I wouldn't be bringing this up if it wasn't for the fact that, like, the Watcher is very specifically like, and this is the moment that changes the universe. And I think it's because they want to give Peggy the, like, uh, the the control of the situation. The make it, yeah, they want to make it her decision. But if you're going to do that, like, do it right, yeah. you know? <laughs> like Her decision should have just been the fact that she was going to get in the machine anyway. Yeah, something like that. Like, th- that have that happen. Have it for some reason because she's down there the bomb goes off this time and instead she the the moment that the watcher is like this is the moment that changes the universe is when she's like no i'll take the superhero soldier or serum whatever is your point that this is not feeling as polished as the rest of their stories have so far just off right off the bat it's that to me the interesting idea of this is you take a moment and you change something and you see the ripple effects outward from that Hmm. um and that's not what we saw here maybe it will be in, in future ones. I don't know. There's more uh, like a random happened way back when? When uh, he was first doing the luggage stuff in comics? You mean like in the comics? I have yeah. no idea. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't even know if Peggy Carter is an actual like comic character. I'm sure she is, but I have no familiarity with her if, if she is. Let us know in the comment section how wrong we are. Right, exactly. Go go find me on Twitter and yell at me. Um, but so that's definitely not the kind of thing that we're seeing here. We're not seeing the ripples of Peggy's one decision changing everything. We're, we're basically just seeing an alternate take on like, all right, let's see the Captain America movie play out but slightly differently. Yeah. And that's the point, is that things happen differently. Yeah. And we go from there. It. I think it would be more... I could go along that with that more easily if it had not put such an emphasis on this thing is what changed everything. Yeah. Because to me, it's very strange that they were like, all right, we're going to um, make an Iron Man suit in the 40s, or in the... I guess this would be the... No, this... World War II, 40s. Yeah. In the 40s. Yeah. Um, and instead of Tony Stark building it, his dad builds it, and we have Steve Rogers piloting it, which is a cool idea. I have no issue with that. I, yeah, he just, figured out how to use the Tesseract as the power <laughs> source for a mech right, which about is a, 80 years ago. Did no big already deal. have like, an idea for a robot suit and just like, like, there's no way to power this thing realistically? Or, it's like, just a battery. 
you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it raises a lot of questions that I don't think the idea of Peggy standing somewhere else differently explains. And, I, again, that's what they put the emphasis on. I don't think that on. detail matters. It doesn't, and that's, that's, that's my big problem yeah, with this. you are really dwelling on it. I am. I'm going to continue to because the, mo- the, the show really dwelled on it. Like, it went slow-mo, this is the moment. Like, super deep voice, hey, let's put a lot of emphasis it on It was two seconds this. of dialogue, and the rest took care of itself. Yeah, but it's like the only dialogue we get from the, the watcher during the thing. He's the, he's the narrator. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I do. I want good story <laughs> structure. I, we don't necessarily see the absence of that. I think that we it's see... It's an introduction that could have been better, but the rest of it doesn't suffer from that. To me, and looking at stories the way that I do, it kind of does. Um, and I can see why you would not have that issue. It's it's not a bad thing to have what if Peggy Carter could fight the patriarchy as a show. Like That's, that's a reasonable con, uh, uh, concept, and I don't mind that. I think it would be more interesting if it focused more on specific characters from the original movie instead of like bringing in this random sexist general to like poo-poo the idea of a woman who's seven feet tall and like broader than a bus fighting the Nazis when she's got super strength. I'll give you that. He was pretty lame. And it it would have been easier if just like every Nazi, like it gave us, it it would make me feel less bad about her bending these guys in half and killing them. If they were all like, you're a stupid one. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I can't believe a woman would fight me. Oh wait, that is going to happen with the giant. Yeah. But that was just one dude. You literally have Nazis as, as the bad guys here. I feel like just put more blame on them and make them also patriarchal Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Like just have the red skull be, the patriarchal asshole. There you go. Like, that would make it more interesting. Whereas he dies like a little bit. He does, and it's kind of sad, like, because that takes away the entire face of the character conflict. Like, Mm. there's suddenly no actual, like, in-between character-to-character conflict going on. It's just Peggy Carter versus a bunch of dicks. (laughs) Versus the the, uh, the actualization of the patriarchy in the form of a bunch of phallic objects. (laughs) 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 Like... It's, I don't think this is a bad short by any means. I think that it needed a lot more work on what it was doing. I think that they were kind of reliant on everyone hates sexism, so we just got a clear slam dunk here, mm. and we don't have to put any more effort into it. And I think yeah. you do, because— And that dialogue didn't appear to have a whole lot of effort in it. Yeah. It, like So the thing about the way that I think the patriarchy is handled poorly in this mm. is that— if you're going to make an interesting villain, it needs to have, do one of two things, I think. I think it needs to either do a lot to make it feel threatening, or I think it needs to have a lot to make it feel sympathetic. You, It's difficult to make sexism sympathetic. That is that is an un, <laughs> that is an un, uh, appealing trait at, at all points. So you'd either have to make the character really cool despite that, or you would have to make it so that this guy really feels like he could get in the way of Peggy Carter as a character accomplishing what her goal is. And it doesn't feel that way because from the moment one, to, at least to me, it feels like she is she is set up to just have this guy there to slam dunk on. Like it's it's her job to have witty one-liners putting him down for being a sexist. And like, if you want to do that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It just leads to kind of a boring story in my opinion because there's not really a challenge to overcome. Sure. It's just she's biting a bunch of dicks, beating the shit out of those dicks. But he was also just kind of a, a side a side poo-poo like it right. wasn't even that he held her back like 
half a second, and then Howard Stark was like, yeah, let's just do whatever we feel like. And exactly. Everyone else got on board really fast. That, and that's sort of the, the issue is it makes it feel like instead of sexism being something that is actually challenging, it makes it so that, oh, you know, good guys don't have sexism, but only bad guys have mm-hmm. that. And so you can safely ignore all the bad guys because they're never in power in any way or shape or form. Um, well, she did have to prove herself to the like the, when she rescued all the soldiers inside of the castle, right. they doubted her at first, but they just very briefly their, yeah. their ways rapidly. Yeah. Um, which, to be fair, I think seeing a seven foot tall woman punch a guy across the room would also convince me bars off yeah. of a jail cell. <laughs> that no, she is capable of fighting. Shit. Yeah, no, that's not my first reaction to that. Um, but yeah, I think that overall. I'm not super like happy with this one. It's fine. I like the fight scenes. I think those are really well choreographed. And she was downright brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the things I like about using an animated style is that you can do some more gratuitous thing with the action. For I sure. Think the 3D style that they use gets in the way of that because you actually have to animate every single like render every single detail of that. Whereas like in One Punch Man, an anime, if some of the ways that they portray action with the way that like you take away quality from the animated frames at times and it emphasizes the brutality of yeah. certain action. You can't do that with 3D in the same way. But at the same time, she was like using her motorcycle as a surfboard and like mm-hmm. kicking it into yeah. the uh, what are you, the pillboxes. Yeah. And just like murdering motherfuckers. It was intense. <laughs> it really was. I thought it was I thought that was all really well done, although I am a little bit weirded out that Peggy Carter was not in any way bothered by the brutal ways that she was murdering people. Right. And I think yeah. that goes to what you're saying of like the intensity of the animation, because mm-hmm. normally I don't think I would even notice that if it was Captain America in a in the normal Marvel movies brutally murdering people. But when it's her doing it in this movie, the ways that she is like catastrophically harming people yeah. and then <laughs> them into gasoline fires. And then having like normal British like, oh my, what have I done? <laughs> Tea and crackers. <laughs> See that? Yeah, it's it, it's a little bit uh, dissonant in terms of tone, yeah. and it's it's just kind of funny. I don't think it takes much away from those. I think those, like I said, I think those are excellently choreographed fights. But uh, I like that she feels different than Captain America. Like, she does, yeah. He, he was never like, oh yeah, I beat you guys up real good. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I can agree with that. How do you feel about the overall 3D animation? Overall, I like a lot of it. There is one huge glaring problem for it with me, and it's that Hugo Weaving's character does not look anything like Hugo Not Weaving. Remotely. It's it's like they just had some generic guy with high cheekbones do the model instead of they actually him, him like a Vegeta widow's peak instead <laughs> of his distinctive polished forehead. Yes, exactly. His distinctive polished forehead. I like that. <laughs> Steve Rogers' lips were weird for me. They were a little odd. Yeah, they were kind of off. Yeah. Just something about them the way that they're... Yeah, well, he was a little soft boy in this. Yeah. Um, I think that it's a cool idea to have him as Iron Man but again it's just that feels more like sort of what I was going back to of like what if we just did this for no reason Mm. instead of making it about the character and making it more interesting like having if like he had gone to Stark and been like hey I really want a way that I can still contribute to this you've put all this effort into me is there anything you can think of to do some kind of like you know armor you could make me to help me use one one, like quick little thing that shows he's training to pilot this thing rather than just like I already know how to do this because I believe America. Exactly. Or, or maybe just like put him in a tank. Yeah. That's yes. essentially the 40s version 
of an Iron Man suit. Mm -hmm. He's living in a giant hunk of armor. You you could at least make the Iron Man armor feel less like it's just a Iron Man armor. And like if it's something that is more like not as advanced, like it doesn't feel like Tony could have whipped this up. Take away the flight maybe. Yeah. The rest of it I could be okay with. That's maybe give it a couple like exhaust uh, pipes at the top that are like gushing out black smoke. (laughs) That would be great. To be fair, it was powered by a and all device kind of thing. <laughs> right, so yeah. I just think if it's going to fly, it needs to be like weird space <laughs> magic flight and not like... Which is really weird to me that like the... Uh, it powers an Iron Man suit. Yeah. It also like creates te- portals... But isn't that the Mind Stone? Isn't that what Loki was using it for? No, Loki had the Mind Stone. Is that what it was? Loki had the... Wait, mean what? I mean, you got the laptop. Yeah, let me look up what the Tesseract actually was like supposed to do. Like, which which uh, Infinity Stone it turned into. Give me two seconds here. <laughs> We're going to edit this part out. No, Except for the part when Rick forgets to do so. Yep, that's definitely going to happen. Okay, no, it is the Space Stone. I was wrong. I My was bad. about to say, wasn't the Mind Stone the green one that uh, Vision had? Uh, n- yes, it was. No, it's the yellow one that Vision has. It's That's in his forehead, right. but it did come out of Loki's spear, which is what was throwing me off. Yeah. Because um, yeah, yeah, yeah. he, he, like, he tapped people on the chest with it and could take over their brains. So, yeah. yeah. So he checks out that it would be a way of teleporting, but the fact it's also just a source of like unlimited electrical power. Where is does it? that come from? The fact it's blue? <laughs> I mean, it's just a side effect of it being a superpower thing in Magic. Yeah. And so I think for me that if they had not made the Tesseract so easy to manipulate mm-hmm. yeah. and just used a good old, I don't know, a, a gasoline Elbow engine breeze. instead. Right, right. And also the fact that there's a giant tentacle monster at the end. Mm-hmm. It's just completely out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think it's just so Becky Carter can fight a bunch of dicks. Like, that's the only thing that I can imagine. I guess. Those are my two real issues with it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I think that using 3D animation when you can, it made it look pretty good. Mm-hmm. I liked the fact that the actual jaw bones were tied to the lips. That's something yeah. you don't get with yeah. a typical animation, mm-hmm. like 2D anime. But but still, I like the flamboyant things you can do with 2D anime. Oh, yeah. I definitely so I hope that some, some of the other episodes do that. 3D animation I've seen come on Netflix and, like, series-based... Uh, what, what are those... Uh, things like Netflix call services. Uh, streaming services? Yeah, any streaming service, whenever you see 3D animation on there, it's almost always because it saves money. Yeah. They don't have to draw sales. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, but also for that, like This one I really like because it doesn't feel like they're saving a lot of money. <laughs> right, they're putting the money on the screen. And they're also animating the jawbones specifically for articulating English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just making them ambiguously go up and down so that they right. can have English or Japanese dialogue come out of the mouth without a whole lot of effort. I'm yeah. guessing they probably had the like actual the actors in like mocap stuff to to say the lines. And yeah, that kind of no thing. doubt. So that would that would make a lot of sense with that. You kind of got sort of into a final thoughts vibe there towards the end. Do you want to go ahead and just finish that out? And oh, let's see. Let me say the same things in a slightly different way. I suppose. <laughs> you can just list your favorite and least favorite thing and jump um, into your rating. My least favorite thing would be those details to where it seems like there it's the minor stuff that I guess you're getting at 
when you bitch about the fact that the dialogue <laughs> wasn't perfectly expressive of what was different in the beginning of the story. Um, but the honestly, the, the final boss just being a rain of tentacle monster, it seems like utter nonsense to me. Mm, yeah. My favorite part would be the action. It feels good, even if she went from being a, a woman who I, I think, like, she's an office worker. She went from that to, like, I remember her being like she at least carried a gun because yeah, she shot at Steve Rogers. Yeah, but if she like it doesn't make a lot of that. it doesn't make a lot of sense in context of this world. Like, why would she be there? Also, why is she taking commands from an American uh, general if she's like a British soldier? Like, she's clearly in the military command structures. Okay, anyway, I'm picking yeah. at this too much now. <laughs> I mean, it's also not a bad point. <laughs> but then again, Steve Rogers goes from being like a little soy boy who's gotten in a couple back alley fights to mm-hmm. doing an equal amount of like kick. Oh yeah, like I have no issue with her her combat ability. That comes, I'm I'm willing to give that to the super soldier serum. Sure, I think that's fair. Um, have I expressed a favorite thing? I think so. Um, so <laughs> for this vignette, I think it was a lot of fun, although imperfect. I'll give it four and a half stars. Okay. Or four and a half. Um, <laughs> Iron Man suits that do not belong in this timeline. <laughs> All right, Brian. Uh, let me see. My favorite thing is probably just I was pleasantly surprised by the animation. I did not expect. I thought it would be like every other 3D animation, mm. like the Dragon's Dogma animation, yeah. or uh, what, what are some other 3D? The any anime that's 3D oh, is God. almost always yeah, just garbage. Nasty. The yeah, new Berserk. Oh, oh no! Oh, that walk cycle was hot. Oh. That was a hot walk cycle. Every single thing has to clank, no matter what's happening. Yeah. <sighs> But that's another example of it just being jank and not enough frames of animation just because it's it's cheap and easy to do and it's mm-hmm. on screen, so it counts. And the director not knowing what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, least favorite part. I don't mind her killing the patriarchy. I'm glad that that was not the whole thing because I figured when we were coming into this, it was gonna be the whole thing. It was yeah. gonna be the whole thing. Mm. I mean, I, it's ninety percent of the character interaction, which I don't love. I can't believe she didn't do the uh, the strong woman like pose thing, yeah. like the R- Rosie the Riveter thing. Yeah, that yeah. would have been cool to see. I thought I'll, she was going to do that. like if or she, just if like she, show her show the uh, the poster in mm-hmm. the side where it's just, it's her doing the exact same thing instead of Rosie. Yeah, that would be interesting. You can you can make that work. If they'd gone the like USO route that they kind of teased about, then they probably would have done that. But uh, I mean, since you already said the other least favorite thing, I'll just say my least favorite thing is uh, that one guy not be having an accent anyway. That guy was that didn't make any <laughs> I, sense. I was assuming he was supposed to be Cockney because of his bowler hang mustache. Either that, or he had to be Irish because he yeah. was redheaded. He so like, but he was just like the whitest guy. Like, mm-hmm. look, a dame. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So that was pretty jarring. So I'm gonna give it a three and a half out of five uh, giant women. Okay. Okay. Uh, I did not like this as much as you guys seem to have. Um, it's not bad. It's just not. I don't think it's good either. Like yeah. the the fight scenes, I think are are actually really really top tier. So that's yeah. my favorite thing about it is, is the fight scenes are really solid. And I also do really like that the characters in a lot of ways do feel like their movie counterparts. They don't feel like they are yeah. just you know wholesale ripped and changed into totally different characters. But following off of that, 
my least favorite part is that there's just a lack of logical cohesion to the different choices that are made and how it affects the world. Um, the the things that happen in this movie don't feel like what it the what if is is really well served. It's mm. not like any of this feels like what if Peggy Carter was the Captain America. Yeah. These things would logically follow. Instead, it's just like a hey, let's do a fun story about Peggy Carter being a super badass, and that's fine. But I don't think it's nearly as interesting as the material uh, could could have been. Yes. Um, oh no, that's that's my least favorite thing is their superhero names. Their superhero names were awful. They were. Yeah. She didn't become Captain Big Bang or Captain <laughs> Britannica or something. She just became Captain Carter, and Steve became the Hydra Stomper. Yeah, that, those are terrible. Just make her Brit- Britannica. That's a cool name, and yeah. it sounds like a big British lady. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, my final rating is going to be a two and a half out of five lost potentials um, because I think there is a lot of it there left on the table that could have been done. Um, oh, no. You know what my least favorite thing is actually? Why did they have to shoehorn in her coming back at the exact same time as yeah. Steve Rogers did? Like that didn't make well, any sense at all. all the same reason they yeah. had to give her a Wonder Woman sword for the last five. But it's not It's not fun. Like that's not that, – that, if they had had her just stay in her time and like that changed things, that and would have been way more interesting. Herself. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, that would have been a much more interesting change. But forcing it, it to fit the same model of like the yeah. guy who gets the, the person who gets the super soldier serum has to end up somehow in the future with, with the other Avengers. Like I don't yeah. I don't like that at all. I don't think that fits. I don't think that works. Um, or, or at the very least, they did not do the work to make it actually fit and work. So yeah. I don't think they needed to do that. Like she went into the portal and he said the thing about the dance. It's kind of like, OK. Yeah, I can see what the next scene. Would yeah, be. I know exactly. You have what's a forty-minute runtime. Just mm-hmm. cut that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, let's get in there and watch another one. Okay. Okay. Follow me. Enter the multiverse of infinite possibilities. Well, that was dog shit. Yep. That was complete trash. <laughs> I am actually kind of grateful to that episode being complete garbage because I kind of ragged on the feminist episode. So now I get to rag on an episode that was decidedly not just feminist to even it out. And it makes me feel a lot better about it. <laughs> so what happens at the very beginning? Uh, Hulk shows up and the... Um, yeah, that's, the that's the very, very beginning. Yeah. You're like... <sighs> They, they jump into the exposition of, like, this is how this happened relatively quickly. But mm-hmm. He winds up running into several of the Avengers mm-hmm. who wind up getting killed. Almost immediately. Right. Very easily by one of the worst Avengers. <laughs> like, and in terms of power tier, like, the Wasp is like... To, uh, to get rid of them, though. If that was the case, mate, why didn't she, like, just win? Like, why are there zombies? That's true. <laughs> like, why did she just teach? Well, maybe they thought. I was gonna say maybe they thought they could cure them, but that clearly wasn't the thing because they used bugs to eat them all. Uh huh. Like instantly, it was and their instant win. Virus move. doesn't work on ants for some reason. Which they never used that power again in the many times it would have yeah. been useful and would have saved all of their friends. Right. She I just uses size this. and shit. So uh huh. Like how there are how many billions of bugs on the planet? You could have had your own army to fight the zombies. Uh-huh. You could have had this shit cleaned up by now. Exactly. I don't know. This why is this your is fault. Why multiple. Time's over. <laughs> I think this should be why, though. Like, like just the watcher being like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the watcher needs to be like, y'all are 
dumb shits. No, dumb as fuck. I mean, like she, like instant, like it's the the way that she takes out Cap and uh, uh, Doctor Strange, and I guess Wong. Wong's not a, a hit, huge heavy hitter, but like no, not Cap. Uh, Iron Man. I'm sorry, uh, Iron Man. It's as though like you had like your your saved your ultimate move in a video game for like when you get to the final boss and you accidentally use it on a minion and take them out in yeah. one shot. Yeah. Like it's 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 pathetic how fast she takes them out and then never is like really that effective against zombies yeah. again even though she could theoretically use that move over and over and well, over again with no problems zombies couldn't eat any more zombies <laughs> yeah I, I guess that's it even though some of this stuff happens days later i don't understand like which lives they value and which they don't because sometimes they're like oh no my friend is dead i'm over and other times they're just like i'm not acknowledging that my well, friends they like live. the tone shifts radically from the first half to the second half the first is kind of like oh another person's down lol nbd and then all of a sudden it's like i've lost so many friends i know yeah. right like literally the same character pivots hard yeah. uh-huh there's there's a moment where uh uh i guess it's hope like she flies into the mouth of a recently dead friend like yeah. she died mm. minutes ago no at most anything about her dying. not a word she literally she's ex- a tv show who cares she literally explodes out of her and says the lines i'm covered in sharon yeah and then everyone's like but hope look you dun, dun, dun. and like we all know that she's gonna die so we get this long scene of her like oh no it's okay spider-man they're not all, they're not all lolling <laughs> and xd'ing at her dad tell me tell me about smiles peter yeah and then like you are literally covered in the in the remains of your dead friend right. why are you not talking about this and she's she carries them over the fence uh-huh and then dies and no one is like hey guys um are we worried about at all even a little bit like she's dead right out there should we have chopped her head off as like our last move because like it feels like we really really should have both of us a favor so she won't have to kill us as a zombie Uh uh-huh exactly use her ants to like kill all the zombies in this building we all be cool oh my gosh this entire episode is just utter dog shit Mm -hmm. like it it takes the complaint that i had about the previous episode about like things not logically following from character action yeah. And yeah, let's talk about the logic. This is a lot. Like, they literally make the joke like, I've seen enough zombie movies. <laughs> and yet, anyone who's seen a bunch of zombie movies, therefore, knows exactly what to do. Uh-huh. And it's At least to some extent, and they do the opposite of that time and time and time and time again. Exactly. The fact that when like Vision shows up, he's talking about logic. Even he doesn't make any sense because he's killing all these people <laughs> just to feed his zombie girlfriend. And, yeah. Like that's pointed out to him. He's kind of like, you know, you're kind of right. They better Fuck kill you, myself. Dude. <laughs> yeah, like I don't he... want to have to live with decisions anymore. Ah! <laughs> all of you are retarded. He literally says the line, "There was a logic to the things that I did," and then immediately. Goes into and that's why I did everything that I did for love, which is the least logical of. Just say a logic. (laughs) I guess, yeah. I don't know. I kind of have respect for, but at the same time, contextually, it just does. Like you're so stupid. (laughs) It's this entire episode.
episode was just dumb shit from beginning to end. Like, okay, I get that, like, the Hulk was afraid to come out after, like, Thanos whipped his ass. Yeah. yeah. But the, the thing that happened is Hulk got over it and they just merged for no reason off camera. So, to yeah. me, the fact that he won't, like, come out in this scenario doesn't fit. Like, why is this the moment you chose to pick for, like, when the, the zombie outbreak would happen? Was it just for that last minute stinger of zombie Thanos? Because right. it wasn't that good of a stinger. No. It was kind of okay, mm-hmm. but at best, it's kind of like, alright, so I, there's a zombie Thanos now. That's basically not that different from Thanos. I is he just going to eat zombies you? Zombies are intelligent, though, because in the real Marvel zombies, they're completely coherent. Which is so much scarier. Like, that's the thing that really sells it, is like, Peter eats Mary Jane and Aunt May, and he is, he feels horrible about it, and he would do it again. He's just, and they just won't stop talking about how hungry they are. And it it totally is, like, 100%. It's, yeah, exactly, it's great. It's got a lot of character to it, because these people, outside of the fact that they feel this, like, uncontrollable hunger, are no different from who they were before before they turn into zombies. Yeah. And that's and they the, have like their flesh falling off too. Yeah, yeah. like they're still rotting and all of that. Okay. And so like they're the just sentient with some exception. Exactly. So it takes a, a a concept in horror that was already pretty horrifying of like mm-hmm. the dead rising and adds a whole new layer to it of like body horror and uh and and just like this psychological torture of like you being forced to do these things that your body just commands you to do, mm-hmm. even though your your rational mind is like no, I yeah. love these people. I can't do this to them as you're eating them. Like right. that entire idea is so fucked up and horrifying. It's perfect for a horror story. This is a bad, quippy series of one-liners attached to some uh, not even that good fight scenes. Yeah. Like the last episode, at least had really good fight scenes to like interrupt the, well, the like bad storytelling. Like they wanted to bring people in, so they brought the most of the animation stuff that they would with yeah. the first episode. That, that that could be it. This is like five episodes deep, so maybe they were just like, ah, fuck it. Just throw some zombies in there. People will watch this shit. Oh, yeah. Which, to be fair, it worked on us because I thought this was going to yeah, be a good episode. I was stoked. Uh, and I had trouble with the, the zombie mythos. Granted, they're kind of a dime a dozen and they're all very different, but this one seemed like it was internally inconsistent mm-hmm. because you have the typical zombies that are just stumbling around and just want to eat people, whereas just because Avengers are Avengers, when they get zombified, they retain... Like, Their fighting ability? Yeah, right. including things like I'm going to use my laser glove uh-huh. or pull out my arrows that explode on impact. Right. I can still shoot a bow. Right. Yeah. Like what the fuck. Like I would accept, you know, people with superpowers. Captain America maybe just because sure. he's mostly just strong. Exactly. Like he's got superpowers that make him better than human. Like that would work. Like Hulk, if he was a zombie, I'd be totally okay with him being super strong. So all that. Yeah. But like Hawkeye's just a dude mm-hmm. with a bow and arrow. Like yeah. these things are like shambling mounds of barely holding together flesh. Or what's his name? The guy with the, the wings. He can still fly. Yeah. What? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, it's just, <laughs> this is the definition of, of wasted potential to me because there is so much you could do with this idea and so much you could bring out of it and instead they're just like yeah let's tell not even a good zombie story it's just hey here's some characters with a with a zombie thing painted over them 
have fun. They make anime hang <laughs> Which was probably the funniest thing of... Wow. No, that's not the funniest thing. The funniest thing is when Hope is still a giant zombie, even though, sh- though they should have taken care of that, and she flings a random zombie at the Quinjet at the very end of the episode, and it just bounces off and falls down. Like, yeah. nothing happens with it at all. Well, it seems like when you turn people back from zombie, they still have all their flesh and shit fucked up, and that's why... Quinn was just a head. Wait, turn them back from a zombie? Yeah, because that's how they saved yeah, him. they right? managed to turn him. I think they just cut his head off before he turned into a zombie, so, like, they cut off the infected part. No, you used it, the mind gem to... Oh, do you think? Yeah, I think oh, that's okay. what they were saying. That's why he, they need the mind gem to mm. broadcast it and yeah. kill the zombies. Maybe. But I don't think okay. they get their, food, their flesh back. Okay, secondary question. Okay, so when, when Thanos came to uh, fight the Avengers at Wakanda, it sure. was because Vision was there. That's the reason he went specifically to Wakanda. He was coming to take the stone from Vision. Why the fuck would zombie Thanos go to Wakanda to fight them when Vision isn't all the way across the other side of the planet? Also. So Thanos definitely already had five stones. I was just hand. about yeah. to say that. Yeah, like he had to get the time zone, time gem from from De- uh, Doctor Strange somehow. Maybe they just wanted to do a really weak sting at the end. Maybe. They didn't think any of this fucking shit through. They were just like, hey, Marvel zombies, we're done. So, fucking, a zombie can't chew through uh, Hulk. But he can through, chew through yeah, Thanos? Exactly. What the so shit? The zombie, they had to have like the super zombie to chew through Thanos. Oh my god. Okay, maybe maybe Captain Marvel is somewhere out there as a as a zombie lady, and she ate him because who, who bit her? Uh, fucking, I don't know. You know, Captain Fury. As I think about it, if they had let Bruce get uh, corrupted, mm-hmm. but he turns into Zombie Hulk at the end. Mm-hmm. Zombie Hulk then bites Thanos, and Thanos, in the last moment of his uh, coherence, just kind of yeets the universe. That would have been yeah, a baller exit. Been all of it. That would have been like, and I would have appreciated. It because it would mean that this universe doesn't exist anymore. Because it feels like the way that this ended, that they're planning like, oh guys, we got another another like Marvel Zombies episode coming in us. We gotta get this crew that's still alive to die. Blah yeah. blah blah blah. Like zombie Thanos is gonna somehow uh, make a wish. Yeah, exactly. Uh, does, does Zombie Thanos is it, okay? Is he gonna like try to destroy the universe? Is he gonna like? Is his like entire existence now just one of feeding? Is that his whole Turn thing? Turn planets into me. <laughs> right. I guess he uh, could just snap his fingers and make everyone okay again. So that you could kind of a waste, again. but yeah, but like, is that what zombie? That that's not what they'll let zo- have zombie Thanos do. But they also won't have zombie Thanos do what Thanos with a zombie virus will do. They'll just do it some bullshit mm. that lets them continue this dumb crap for another episode. <laughs> I am so <laughs> mad right now, you guys. Like, I am really actually bothered well, by what how bad this like is. About, what was your favorite part about this dog shit episode? That moment where Hope threw the zombie and it bounced off the quinsep. That was hilarious. Like, genuinely hilarious. And, okay, I'll, I'll back up. If if I, if they had gone 100% comedy from the beginning to the yeah. end and never yeah, acknowledged... Because it was a little uncomfortable, but, like, 
I yeah, like yeah, that would the fact that Spider Man doesn't give a shit that he just like murdered his old mentor or just saw him die a minute ago. Yeah. Like, it's a little bit of a stretch, but if you keep that consistent It works a lot I'll, better. You know, yeah, I can kinda of buy it. I'll go along with that. Like I don't mind if, if you're gonna do that. But if you're just gonna be like complete balls to the wall, nah, sometimes we care, sometimes we care a lot. Oh, by the way, Wanda's a super zombie for some reason, even though like it feels like she wouldn't be like that conscious of bullets like coming at her head. It doesn't feel like that's a like unconscious ability of hers I mean, to stop danger. Has complete conscious ability of their powers as zombie, but that's the only consciousness they have. Right, like it just it doesn't make any sense to me that those that these are the decisions that would be made. Like Vision would not be like, okay, I have to feed my girlfriend. Let me go fly all the way over to San Francisco, grab specifically T'Challa, <laughs> cut off his leg for no reason, and feed that to Wanda, and then not feed her again for days. Because he right. specifically is like, she well, hasn't fed for three days. Really what kind of an abusive boyfriend are you? It doesn't right? even look like they need to eat to survive. They're just hungry. Right. Yeah, like, and, and also, that's like, canonically what's that already expressed that like he doesn't have to worry about the zombies. He's not alive. Right. Why don't you just go fly off and use a satellite and broadcast this shit by yourself? Exactly. Yeah. None of this makes any yeah. sense with even a moment's thought. Like it's not like you know if you're nitpicking this doesn't fit. It's like even the Service most level. Yeah. Yeah, even the most casual two seconds of of consideration makes all of this fall apart at every right. level. Well, None of like this a fits. Boardroom store, like they they put the storyboard together with like in afternoon with people who aren't writers. Right, so but they course. didn't even do that well with that. They're not going to. They're none not of, good. None of this is like hype shit. Like if it, like the one moment that kind of works is Marvel Zombies Cap versus Bucky. Like that's got yeah. some some intensity yeah. to it because they're friends and all that. You could make that work and, and turn that into a decent moment. And none you had the fight last for like what? Quarter of a second. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you have later Cap like crawling on with his, his two hands because he's actually just cutting half like yeah. he totally would be Zombie like rules. what if you had cap like propped up on his two hands and just like running hit bucky with that the two hands exactly <laughs> you could go so deep with the horror on this and they just fucked it all i don't have a favorite moment of this fuck this none of it worked it was all bad zero out of five <laughs> Zam- zombie thanoses <laughs> fuck this episode Brian, your turn. Your turn. Uh, very similar sentiment. I like that. Uh, <laughs> mm, yes, I agree. I like that the uh, the cape became an official Avenger. Like he's his own character now, and just that was great. Anymore. Yeah. Oh, least favorites, pretty much all that stuff. Like <laughs> the best scenario would be if the Watcher the whole time was like, "This is fucking weird." <laughs> None of this makes any sense. You just see him like when he's up in the sky, just going. Hmm. <laughs> what the fuck is yeah, happening? Yeah, with the one eyebrow cocked up. It's like if a kid got the Infinity Gauntlet, like, this would be so mad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, make a proper wish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm hoping that this is an uh, outlander of... Outlier of outlier good quality? of the what-if. Yeah, there can only be one shitty episode. Hopefully. I'm hoping this is the shittiest of the episodes. I'm not hopeful. Not. This is this is a downward trend that, like, they took a concept that had, like, nothing and made very little with it, and then took a concept that had a ton and made even yeah. less than nothing with it. Oh, I like the first one, but yeah. this... the first one was okay. ...was a steaming pile of 
oof. <laughs> and they say oof in this. I remember him. They saying, literally I remember did. the watcher fucking saying oof in this. <laughs> like, this story feels like a house of cards. For sure. Just like, there's inconsistent details that don't make like logic is the theme that it's not anywhere in sight uh-huh for they sure they had scenarios that they wanted to do and they didn't bother to tie them together they're just like i've got an idea for a one-off gag in this one you got it mm-hmm. and we'll just, yeah and it would they weren't even good gags no and this is a zombie mythos like this is all over the place in fiction especially in like pop fiction mm-hmm. and this is just trash as far as uh-huh. that goes yeah like marvel zombies is genuinely a very good comic that like takes its idea and runs with it. Right. This is an idea that someone shat out over a weekend and didn't put a second draft into. Why can't they show bullet wounds in this, but they can't show people exploding? Because it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, but why can you show people exploding? Because it doesn't make any sense. Because the rules don't make sense. Because it's a bunch of bullshit. Well, the, the blood was very minor. It wasn't red. It was black. Mm-hmm. And like, she exploded. Even... <laughs> yeah, she instantly okay. turned into a full-on That's zombie. A fair point. Maybe it's because they're zombies. Like that might change the rules. And it was just kind of like, oh, I don't a, think a, they a blue pop. It's not like there was viscera. And even yeah. when Cap got uh, bisected, he just kind of had two complete parts that went flop and flop. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they toned it down. Brian, favorite, least favorite. I mean, I already said my least favorite. Yeah. My favorite's the caper uh, yeah. aunt lady throwing the person. The least favorite's fucking every... Every moment <laughs> of this was just like, why? <laughs> and final rating. Uh, ha- 0.5 star... Uh, well, uh, <laughs> half of a... Half of Captain America out of five. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Caleb, your turn. Shit on this. <laughs> I, what I, I liked that they brought in Vision. I hate what they did with him. Yes. Mm, yeah. Having this android who's watching all of this shit go down. Could, they could have. That was, again, a fat nugget of potential that could have gone somewhere. And they flopped real hard on it along with virtually everything else. Mm. It is a struggle for me to think of what I disliked the most about this pile of crap. Mm-hmm. <sighs> But it's probably it's the other side of the same coin. It's the fact that like Vision was there in this position, and he his the, the logic that he professes to espouse, he just did the complete wrong thing with it. Yep. Yep, yep. There's a lot, though, yo. Mm-hmm. But my very least favorite thing about it is probably the fact that we have these superheroes that are still, like, wings, archery, and even, like, the Scarlet Witch. In terms of, like, all right, if you're a D&D sorcerer, you don't have to, like, have all the yeah, spells it's memorized. It's more instinctual. Right. But still, even that one feels like a stretch. The other two are what really piss me off, however. So I hate those things. <laughs> but I like that Vision was there. That's fair. The mm-hmm. animation was still pretty yeah. even though I really wanted them to like turn it up a notch this is zombies let's mm-hmm. see blood maybe a little bit of like oh there's some intestines in there but I didn't quite get a good look at oh, yeah. it so as such I think I still have to give it a one even though just for the animation and I hated pretty much everything else about it <laughs> good fuck this short story alright you guys ready to go through watch a third episode of this <laughs> alright let's let's hope this one is better time It's changeable. Who are you in this vast multiverse? Follow me. Enter the multiverse. Here we go.
Okay, talking into this. And sorry that our sound quality has suddenly just massively improved. Um, <laughs> I guess we're just doomed to have technical errors a lot on this podcast for the moment. Uh, well, here we are on episode three, and it was actually pretty good. Did we? Were we able to keep episode one? Yeah, I mean, okay. they, all the all the audio is still there. It's just gonna sound like shit. Okay. Which it didn't sound too bad when I was hearing it back on the speakers. It's just very echoey. Yeah. In in your headphones, it's gonna be worse. But you know, it is what it is. You, <laughs> who knows how many people will actually even listen to this episode? Who cares about what Marvel what ifs, right? Right. Some if people. you think it sounded like shit, uh, give us a, a like on the Twitter post related to this episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this episode actually pretty decent. There's one like kind of glaring dumb thing about it in my mind mm-hmm. but i'm willing to forgive it because it gives us a kind of decent episode that is actually character based rather than like hey let's just throw a bunch of shit at the screen and hope something sticks well what's your gripe just go ahead and go into it <laughs> it's really dumb that like the entire thing is predicated on his girlfriend dying being a like causal or what is it absolute point? absolute point in time yeah like that's just that doesn't make any there's no justification for that there's are no you, like reason for it are except, you annoyed that their relationship wasn't significant enough to merit the level of hell he put himself through or no. are you just annoyed because of time doing time shit time doing time shit like the only reason for this is actually kind of meta it's that this story wouldn't exist if it was not for some reason that he couldn't yeah. like bring her back mm. But it, there's no actual reason for him to not be able to bring her back. So it doesn't really make any sense. And the way that it's portrayed is kind of dumb in that, like, he keeps doing stuff that obviously would lead to her death and being shocked that it happens and then never, like, tries to use any of his sorcery to protect no, her. No, he just resets moment. it. But every time, like, a guy comes into a diner with a gun and he's just like, well, she must get shot. Yeah. And I it, guess like, I'll just reset the switch instead of try to do anything about that. Yeah. It's not as though Doctor Strange could ever stop a guy with a gun. I mean, guns like, are the strongest magic. Right, exactly. That's why we're not all sorcerers anymore. We're all gun we're people. With guns, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we specked into the real uh, tree of, of useful stuff. I don't mind this episode like but yeah like, it's just that one thing i'm constantly coming back to of like but why though yes um and it does take out a little bit of my enjoyment because it does feel like something that you could find a way to explain of like this mm. would be a lot more interesting if instead of just the watcher doing his usual the watcher thing you went with a character that was like causing this stuff like yeah just middling with stuff for fun that would be a more interesting i think take on it because i do do really like that at the end of this episode uh he actually has a conversation with the watcher of like why don't you do anything about this why why not and the watcher's only answer is just sort of like meh i don't want to well he did say if he if he could put him in the position to blame him and stop this he would but that's not he is the watcher yeah that's not his deal but it doesn't really explain why that's not his deal i assume because then the universe will get destroyed because of him doing like it's just a big chain reaction regardless (laughs) the watcher is the watcher and this is probably the reason he doesn't show up and a whole lot of stuff is because his character is problematic yeah right it's it's just well it's not even problematic it's boring and the only thing is that, like, the answer to the question of why doesn't he do anything about it is because then the story would be over and it wouldn't be an interesting ending to the story. I want to know what purpose he serves. Exactly. Why does he watch? Exactly. I don't know if he that's, accomplishes any purpose. That and that's the issue is that like you can have this uh, weird, all-knowing, omnipotent being if you want, but 
you need to have some sort of justification for it. Like, yeah. Like, well, there's some reason he exists because they, at some point, they trade the mantle over a couple times to other watchers. So there, there needs to be someone watching. I just don't know why. Exactly. I don't know what happens if there's not a watcher. And you could, you could make that make sense of like, you know, have go go into some meta reason of like these stories would not exist where they're not someone to observe them, like something like that. Like, yeah. Give me, give me, give me something. I need a a context or a reason for this i think if you're gonna have that character though who's just gonna like watch shit go down and never interfere that having a story where everything goes to shit and that's just it is a great place to include that character because he gets to sit on the sidelines and just watch the fireworks go off yeah Yeah. and that's exactly what we see here and it's really grim but i like shit like this i agree i I do agree with that completely i just would like their if you're gonna like have that character step in and have a conversation with the character i don't want him to just do the thing that he always does of like no, like I literally said it at the beginning of the thing. I just watched. Yeah. That's not my right. deal. I mean, like, he does also seem bummed that this is happening. It's just he he yeah, cannot yeah. do anything about yeah, it. But how many times has he watched this go down before? And like his heartstrings are being uh, tugged this time and he just can't help but talk to people when he knows full well, like you're going to die and that's all there is to it. Right. I, like, I figure as long be, as the universe... be callous, like there's no point in talking to people because death is imminent. Yeah, there's there's a lot of ways you could make his character more interesting than to basically have him look at the camera and shrug and be like, "This exists because you are really the watcher." Watcher. Yeah. Like. Right. If you're gonna be the watcher, be like, be the watcher, be a callous motherfucker that just watches everything happen. And <laughs> Maybe just, he's a new watcher and hasn't gotten sad yet. Somehow he gets Maybe. his rocks off on this. <laughs> like, I mean, you know. He has probably seen a lot of people bone, just saying. Uh, he's probably seen a lot more than people, but he's seen every possible incarnation of things bone. Right, yeah. What's the name of the weird little great kazoo guy who uh, hates super or loves Superman, who oh, fucks uh, with Superman? Mr. Mixelpick. Yeah, Mr. Mixelpick. Yeah. That's the kind of guy I would expect to be like the opposite of the Watcher, who just fucks with stuff to fucks with stuff from the outside. Exactly, yeah. yeah that, someone that's like the person who is making this universe different from the one that we know from the rest of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this will be funny. Yeah, like what, having a character who like picks apart universes to see like how far he can push them before right. they break, that would be a really interesting yeah. thing. Um, I, I do really like the grim tone overall of this story. Yeah, like this they, one was pretty solid for the most part. When, I, when they brought in normal good Strange... I was actually pretty worried that it was just going to be like, all right, well, this happened and it was a thing. Mm-hmm. And instead, I appreciate that he actually loses. And yeah. his, his he counterpart goes down like a bitch. <laughs> why, why can he, he all... not feel <laughs> whenever he's doing like, no, you can't do that. Like he doesn't. <laughs> there's no oomph in there. It's just yeah. like, right. oh, before no. he gets absorbed, it is super lame. Like you're, you're like going to get sucked in so that you like blow it up from the inside. Right. But no, he's just kind of like, no, don't I'm do it. Tired. Uh huh. It it was it was pretty lame. But I will say, like the other strange, like strange. He's pretty pre- sweet. When Jafar he, strange. When he's going down, he's like actually got. No. Yeah, he's really. Which is weird because I'm sure it's the same voice actor. It, it probably is. I, I don't know. It no seemed different, but it might have just been they're going hard on the effects. Yeah, it could be. And then maybe they were just like maybe he had he had absorbed too much of his essence for him to have much less left as far as emotion to give I sure don't know. Like, i thought it was really fun the way that they just turn his power up to 11 mm-hmm. it's complete with like tentacles coming out and at yeah. the very end yeah wings and claws tears and apart the, the, shit. the cape like that was pretty brutal mm-hmm. yeah. um I, I wonder why they were just like 
wonder I wonder at what point in the decision making process they were just like, yeah, he's also gonna summon a beetle and steal its cape, but he's not gonna eat it for some reason. I mean, he's got an infinite number of things to eat. He just doesn't want to eat bugs. I guess that's just an. Odd... I'm sure after he got more fucked up, he was willing to go back for that bug. That would be funny. That's what they needed to do is bring it back and be like, nah, I'm down now. Yeah, I'm more I mean, evil. I ate so much calamari, I'm totally good. Why did they bring like? Okay, what's with the running theme of the tentacle monster? They just had the model. I guess. I just want to know. <laughs> That's such a high effort model. Like you got to animate not only each tentacle, but each point of each tentacle. I'm I'm sure that that is a canon extra dimensional thing from Marvel that we it just could be the space kraken that we don't know the name of in Marvel, and they're just like, I see you again, nom 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 nom. (laughs) That's its name, nom 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 nom. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I really. It's hard to talk about more of this story because so much of it is just him, like, getting to the scenario of the world ending. Yeah. Um, And every good person in this world just keeps handing him a gun and just like, don't you go shooting anyone with (laughs) it. You would be bad to do that. Mm -hmm. I I really want to know why the, uh, the, what's it, the Ancient One is just like, yeah, I'm going to try to stop this, but I'm not going to try very hard. In the most half-assed way possible. Which is a lot of what the Ancient One does. And any other good guy in this, like, his little bug is like, I'll make you tea. Don't go destroying the universe. I trust you. Right, Right. yeah. When you think that she has these psychic memories that she can project throughout the universe, you think that she would be chasing him down through this dark past and trying to be like, hey, but seriously, don't. Yeah. Maybe I can, I don't know, pull your ankle and make you fall off a cliff or something like that. Do something to stop (laughs) A little more effort. The librarian is just like, you get to exist here for hundreds of years becoming evil. I'm not going to do anything about it because that's not what I'm about. I'm also a watcher, you see. (laughs) You'll learn your lesson in the end. Yeah. That's, That's the big flaw in this entire thing is that so much of of it is just contrived and like it works because uh, the the stuff that it centers on in this movie in in this episode unlike the previous two is not the contrivance but the character that the yes. contrivance exists to set up so that makes it much more easy to invest in the entire thing but the contrivance is still the entire story like ev- at every turn it's let's force this thing to happen through no real fault of strangers. It's just, yep, this is the way it is, and that's how it's right. going to be because we want to have our dark sealed. ending. You think you never rang into any other ideas for bringing her back, like putting her head in a jar or like <laughs> finding an infinity stone with the appropriate power for bringing people back other than the time it, stone? I don't know. Yeah, like if her fate is to die there, okay, you're a doctor. Find one of the ways where she died of like a heart attack, wait a minute, and then yeah. resuscitate her. She yeah. still died. Fair. But then still become Doctor Strange, because if you don't become Doctor Strange, that's when shit gets bad, apparently. So as long as you do both of those things, everything should be good. Or just break your hands at the beginning of it. Like, yeah. be like, nah, I'm driving off without you. Ha ha ha. Oh no, my hands, I've broken them. Now we're back. That is the only universe. equivalent exchange there is for her life is his fingers. <laughs> her fingers are that good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. I'm. This is like a fucked up Groundhog Day. It is a really fucked up Groundhog Day. Yeah, it, it, the the Groundhog Day spans his entire life though, and it has the exact opposite ending mm. of like, what if Bill Murray ended the universe? <laughs> Actually, I would watch that. I would watch a version of Groundhog's Day where everything just gets worse and worse until he like finally destroys all of reality. But directed by Wes Anderson. No, 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 no. No more Wes Anderson. I have done my month. I did my time, Caleb. We're not doing Wes Anderson wing. 
for Halloween. Only if you guys <laughs> want me to die inside. <laughs> the mysterious Mr. Fox is spooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brian, uh, you your final thoughts on this one? What was the name of that original, like, I think it was even in the year 2000, that time-traveling machine movie where the guy, like, old victorian era guy makes a time traveling device the, to save his wife the time machine it was just the time the it time wasn't the time traveler's wife it's, it's a literally no, that, time that's machine. a different film okay yeah was that the first one to do this or was that this based on a book they also did this because everything i've seen with like steinsgate anything that involves time travel has the but you can't break this one contingent right. point of time mm. which is normally a wife dying or a girlfriend dying or something right. it's always some it's always some loved one dying yeah um i think that the time machine is the earliest time travel story that I'm aware of. Yeah. That means almost nothing, though. So, yeah. like, there's probably some mythology of, like, someone trying to rewrite time or something like that somewhere. But that's the oldest one that I'm aware of. Okay. Well, I mean, I I really like Stein's Gate, so I appreciate time travel and girlfriends and wives dying. It's just this one didn't seem like it went to the extreme because normally it just happens to a guy with a time machine not the like sorcerer supreme who can do anything else yeah but now that he has a time stone that's all he thinks about right yeah but uh favorite part was evil strange when he became all monstery because it looked really cool Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah least favorite part is why though (laughs) gonna be my consistent least favorite part for all of these it seems like is but what if but why though yeah exactly so uh I'll give this one a three out of five. It's it's better than uh what what I give the the British one. I feel like you gave that one a three and a half out of five. Did I give that one a three and a half out of five? I think Caleb gave it a four and you gave it a three and a half. I'll give this one also a three and a half out of five because I can't go all the way to four for this. There's mm. something holding me back. And it's why though. <laughs> yeah. Four and a half or no four and a half. Three and a half out of five, uh cool sorcerer supremes. Okay, okay. Caleb. I like this short film a lot, but the issue for me is that Doctor Strange's motivation for going through all of this, like if this was the the wife he had had for a long period of time or like she was pregnant with his child mm-hmm. or something like that, but the, like they specify that this is their first date and this tragedy strikes. And then he goes on to spend like a century of his life going through all of this just so that he can bring her back and he should try dating <laughs> yeah just getting that wound up about a tragedy for someone you haven't known that long seems awfully silly to me especially for what he winds up going through later i mean my memory is that they had like a they had a full-on relationship like it wasn't like a one-time thing like i think they i feel like that That i think the idea was that in the in the normal timeline they had a full relationship he was a total dick though yeah broke up in this time he actually like made an effort to get better yeah and that doomed the universe accidentally but i think that's the idea is that it was they they had like a they had a history yeah because in uh, the movie they were exes right yeah i think so in that case i can be more indulgent towards that feature but that's the part that seems shaky to me Mm -hmm. (sighs) besides that he would go that far i mean disney movies people falling loving in afternoon and then they're willing to do anything to save their life does not matter anymore yeah Yeah. except for that one feature beyond that i think that it's kind of cool the way that the what's-her-name splits uh, Doctor Strange into the two parts. 
the yeah. way that Good Strange just goes down so pathetically <laughs> is bothersome to me. I mean, to be fair, the other one spent hundreds of years getting stronger. It was weird to me that he put up as much of a fight as he did. I think I just don't like the way that they portray magic. Like, they have these relics that are capable of literally altering time. Yeah. Because it's an Infinity Stone. Sure, I get that. But there's also these locked up books they show in the Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. It seems like, like, this is the best you guys have got. And a cape. He can make, like, he makes tornadoes, and mostly he's got his little uh, truth whip, and he can yeah. make shields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the most powerful sorcerer, like, ever, by yeah. leagues and bounds. It he, does seem like you could get a little more into the craziness that the Doctor Strange comics have. Cause, like, that bothered me in the movies, too, nuts. that he only had, like, three spells. Yeah. Like it's, and then they show a little bit of him pushing those limits where, like, he shoots his laser out when he is uh, fighting the evil Doctor Strange right yeah. before he uh, goes down, ultimately. But I wanted more of that. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what I dislike about this. What I really do like about it is the fact that it is a... It's not even a, the bad guy wins in the end. It's that the entire universe collapses and everyone perishes. Yeah. I think that is grim and it rustles my jimmies. <laughs> I agree. Russell, and, Jimmy, in good way? Yeah. Okay, good. So I think that I'll give it uh, four tentacles out of five. All right, all right. I liked this one a lot. I'm really glad I did because yeah. this kind of saved the entire night for me. Up till this point, it was kind of a, a downward trend, and I was worried it was going to keep going down that mm. that that way. Um, this one is pretty good. I still don't think it's great. Um, like it doesn't rise to the level that I would call something great, essentially. Uh, but overall, I think that this one is a lot more fun, and I think that's because it's so much more character-centric. I think that uh, focusing this on Strange and his decisions makes it a lot more interesting than just like, hey, let's have some cool scenes happen for no real reason, except we want to have some cool scenes happen. Um, The biggest flaw with that is that in order to create those character decisions, they have to work really hard to contrive literally the entire universe in such a way that it would push him to these extremes. Uh, But that said, it's still a lot of fun, and it does a good job with that. Uh, So overall, my favorite thing is the scene of Doctor Strange eating his Wheaties before he goes to go full evil. Um, all those different transformations and versions yeah. of him. Mm. I, I wanted more of it, like, turning him into a monster, and then I got it there yeah. at the end, and yeah, I yeah. really appreciated that. Um, my least favorite part about this is just the contrivance. It's, yeah. it's a little too far for me, and I wish that they found a better reason for it. But that said, it doesn't ruin the, the episode for me the way that it really pulled down the other two. Uh, so I'm going to go also four out of five. Um, four out of five dead girlfriends. Uh, <laughs> four out of five dead girlfriends. Recommend this movie. <laughs> um, yeah. It's it's overall pretty good. And of, of what I've seen, this is the only episode of Marvel What Ifs I would recommend you actually go out of your way to check out because it's actually a pretty fun use of a half hour. Uh, and the animation is pretty tight on yeah, this one. Yeah, for sure. Jennifer Aniston's face seems a little like there's missing some shadows there at a couple times. That's not Jennifer Aniston. Oh, that, I mean, she sure does look like it. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, oh, shit. She was also in a Sherlock. Jennifer movie. Lawrence, maybe? No, not Jennifer Lawrence. It's, I think it was um, Jennifer something. It's the girl from Mean Chicks, the evil, the bad girl from the Matrix. evil one. Oh, shit now i'm gonna have to look it up because it's gonna bother me until now. i'm thinking of the girl who was like alias way back in the day i don't know who that is neither okay i guess i'm just old i know old stuff i just don't didn't see that one <laughs> sherlock holmes cast because she was i know she was in that what is her name 
Rachel McAdams. That's who she is. I don't know that name. Mm. Yeah. I'll show you a picture of her later. You'll know who she is. Anyway, the animation was pretty good on this one, and they had yes. a lot of challenges with all the monsters. And Guy's lips looked weird. and consi- like I like the animation and the art style in this, but for some reason... They just can't get Guy's lips right. Guy's lips just look like Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch's lips, and little Steve Jobs' lips just were really weird to me. Yeah, they were pretty odd. Well, that said, um, you know where else you can find some weird lips and guys who talk odd, I guess? I don't know. I'm not good at this. This is usually Josh's <laughs> job. Uh, you can find more of us on our website at a, uh, www.opinionatedpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter if you want to give us some uh, mentions. We're going to be starting up our uh, listener request month soon. So find us over at OpinionCast and send us your requests. You can also email those requests to us at opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. Uh if you get a chance, leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us get to new listeners. Also, subscribe to us on Spotify. That's another good way to, to boost us in algorithms. Um, until next time. We're opinionated. Thanks for listening. Josh, come back so you can do these outros. I'm really bad. Mm.